welcome to the Unfiltered Femme Podcast, your new world to get the lowdown on all things pleasure, sexuality, the mysterious female body, dating, relationships, and everything you need to know to step into your most unfiltered, unapologetic, empowered, and turned on self. I'm Steph Morris, a love, sex, and intimacy coach, and along with some incredibly fabulous guests, I'm here to spill the tea on those topics that are typically hush-hush, the juicy things that you want to know all about that have maybe been a little bit too shy to talk about. Think of me as your fearless guide and partner in crime, creating a space for the unfiltered, the raw, the authentic chats where nothing is off limits and there's no such thing as too much. The Unfiltered Femme podcast is all about breaking down those walls and celebrating what it means to be an unfiltered feminine being. I hope you're ready for a wild ride. Let's dive right in. I am so excited to be here today for a solo episode to take you on a journey to share with you one of my favorite topics, masculine and feminine energies. We're going to be talking about how to find harmony within your masculine and feminine energies. This is applicable to you regardless of gender, because this has nothing to do with gender. These are energies that every human being embodies. And this is really important to understand, especially in the realm of dating, of relationships. If you are in business, basically every area of life, we want to find this balance and find this harmony within our masculine and feminine energies. So let's dive into it. I'm going to share with you a little bit around my own journey with masculine and feminine energies. So I am an expert in this area through my own experience, and I have studied these topics and these energies for the last few years and really been on a fascinating journey with my own inner masculine and my own inner feminine. So for context, let's rewind it a few years so that I can go back to around 2019 to give you some context. So if you've listened to earlier podcasts, especially the first episode, I share a little around my story and my journey, which really kicked off around 2019. There were things that happened before, but really the pivotal, most transformational years in my life were that 2019, 2020 years. So 2019, to paint the picture, I was fully living on the hamster wheel. I was addicted to hustle. I was surviving on five or six hours sleep per night. I prioritized work over everything. I was reaching burnout, but I didn't know how exhausted I was. I didn't know how sleep deprived I was. I didn't know how fucked my body was from the overworking out, under eating, under nourishing, under sleeping, and over caffeinating my body because I felt fine. I wouldn't say I felt amazing, but I definitely felt fine. I felt good. Like if somebody said, how are you? How's life? My response probably would have been, life is great. Life is good. I feel great. I'm working loads, crushing it in that area. Relationships good. Wasn't exactly the truth, but I was kind of lying to myself as we do as humans. And I didn't know any other way. I didn't know how to change that way of being but I was really exhausted. I was very disconnected from my body. I was living very much in my masculine, though I had no idea what that energy was. I didn't know what it meant. I had no awareness around it. And I also will say that I was not living in my healthy divine masculine. I was living in my wounded masculine. And we're gonna get into the wounded energies a little bit later on. My favorite saying was, I don't have time. I don't have time to walk the dogs. I had a dog walker. I don't have time to cook. So I get takeout. I don't have time to read a book. I don't have time. I don't have time. 
all this bullshit. I was so disconnected from myself, from my sensuality, from my sexuality. I was really disconnected from my feelings and from my emotions. And I had a very avoidant attachment style too. So this is really fascinating to me to think back to where I was only a few years ago. So disconnected from myself, from my own emotions and disconnected from my then partner and I couldn't communicate. Like I was a really bad communicator and my default was the silent treatment. When I was feeling a certain way, I needed days, literally days to go into myself, to retreat, to figure out how I was feeling, to figure out what was going on, to figure out what it meant before I was able to even slightly verbalize what was coming up for me. So there are other ways and that I was avoidant, but that was just one of the ways, very unhealthy. I just couldn't figure out how to communicate and had no skills to do it. And also I was very triggered by powerful women. I was very triggered by women who were embodied in their sexuality, who were confident in their bodies, who would post dancing videos on Instagram or wear really sexy outfits. There was a piece inside of me that was like, why the fuck are they doing that? Like what, like who does she think she is? And there was this almost jealousy and little piece of me that was jealous. And it was coming from this place of how come she can do it and I can't. Again, had no awareness around this at the time. For me, everything changed. If you've heard my story, everything changed when I attended this retreat in Costa Rica in the January of 2020. That was the first of a series of dominoes that changed things. And something about me is that I'm obsessed with growth. I am obsessed with change. I love evolving and growing and changing environments, changing myself. I I love to move furniture around my place. I very much grow at a very, very rapid pace and I can be a little bit impatient, but when I am moving in a certain direction, I'm going quickly. So you gotta keep up with me if you're in my life because I like to move at a fast pace. So I discovered masculine and feminine energies and became such a student of mostly it was feminine energies that I became very fascinated with. And I spent hours and hours and hours reading books in my own feminine practice, in group life programs, attending weekend workshops. I went hard and spent around $100,000 in the last uh, three years I have spent on personal development, on my own growth, on coaches, on mentors, on certifications, on training to really master this and it's all for myself and then through the embodiment and through my own transformation I love to share this with other people through the the certifications and the training and the life experience I have so I am obsessed you can say and really what I started to notice was that when I started to connect with my feminine energy things started to shift I started to find peace I started to get comfortable in the stillness I started to be okay slowing down. I started to find more pleasure and more joy in my in my life. And it was really mind-blowing for me. I started to find this peace and love for my body that I had never experienced. And I started to come home to my sexuality. So that was where things unfolded and I ended up working with a love, sex and relationship coach and experienced a full-on sexual awakening and a very wild very quick transformation, which led me to the work that I do today, but that all happened very, very quickly. So I discovered that I was in my masculine energy and that was really disrupting my my relationship at the time. 
because we were both in our masculine and I was so disconnected from my feminine, from my feelings, from my emotions, from my intuition, from my pleasure, from my sexuality, from my sensuality. And I couldn't slow down. And that was a problem. There was no intimacy. There was no chemistry. There was no passion anymore in that relationship. And I thought I figured out the problem and diagnosed, I'm not in my feminine. This is the problem. It's that simple. Of course, it's not, though. That was part of my journey of reigniting that connection and chemistry in that relationship. And this was part of the journey of embarking and discovering masculine and feminine energies. So here's where it gets interesting. I started to demonize the masculine energy because I put that down to all of my problems. I was like, relationship was struggling because I was in my masculine. I'm exhausted because I was in my masculine. The solution to to all of my problems is me being in my feminine. So let me be in my feminine. Let me build my business in the feminine way. And I was really determined not to build my business from a place of hustle because I had been in that state for so long and that had led me to a big hospital stay, to experiencing burnout, to experiencing anxiety. And I just was sick of that. Once I had that time out in Costa Rica at the retreat and decided no more, I'm actually going to make change because this isn't how I want to be living my life. I'm not actually living, I'm working and I'm exhausted and I'm not actually experiencing the true joy and pleasure and magic that we can experience from life. So I was like, I'm going to do this all in the feminine way. My relationship started to thrive. I felt amazing. I felt and discovered the most self-love that I have ever experienced. And it was so profound, but my business was struggling. I really saw masculine energy as bad. And I was so afraid that if I embraced my masculine energy and and was in that at all, that it would destroy my relationship. I really started to fear it. I was all about energy, about flow, about following my intuition, about orgasms and pleasure. Yeah, my day-to-day business and work life felt chaotic. It felt very inefficient. I wasn't being productive and efficient with my time, but I was refusing to hustle. I was refusing to make sacrifices. And that went against a deeply ingrained belief that I had, which I discovered through embodiment, somatic work and breath work. So I invested so much money trying to find the answers and I was constantly giving my power away, trying to discover them. The answers all along were within as I guide women to experience now. So moving forward a little bit, and then we're getting into the the nuts and bolts that you wanna that you wanna take away. So make sure you got your notebook out for this because you're gonna be scribbling down notes. But I really found the balance in 2022. That was where I realized and discovered that being all in the feminine is not for me. I am so happy that I'm deeply connected with my feminine energy. I absolutely love it. And I also fucking love being in my masculine energy. I love the balance. And I found this place of harmony where I can be in both and optimize my day, my life, my relationship to others, my relationship to self, my business, my relationship with money, with everything by by finding that balance, by finding the harmony between masculine and feminine energy. So 2022 was really the year where I embraced structure, systems, foundation, 
all of the masculine things that I knew that I needed in my business to create the flow. So this was the year where I embraced both. I really, really focused on healing my relationship to my masculine energy, as well as going deeper with healing the relationship to my feminine energy. This was really such a huge year for me of growth, of restructuring, of transformation. And I reached even new levels of depth, of intimacy, of connection, of sexual healing. And it was very, very profound. Now I'm very happy to really be in such a solid place with both energies. And I actually can lean a little bit more into my feminine now, which is very interesting because my entire life I was predominantly living in my masculine energy and very, very disconnected from my feminine. So it's super, I actually find it really fun and I feel the most powerful I am the most magnetic, the most radiant when I am living from my feminine energy. And I know how to embody that energy when it is necessary in certain situations. So there are times where I have to be more in my masculine energy and it's not a conscious thing for me anymore. It's just an embodied energy. I know the qualities that I need to embody that are related to either masculine or feminine, but it feels powerful and it feels beautiful and it feels like this secret tool that I know that I can tap into. And I love sharing this with people because you're going to get to a point where you don't need to, like the point that I'm at, you don't need to be thinking about it all the time. You don't need to be saying, okay, I'm now going to switch to be in this energy. It doesn't have to be so separate like that. It really is about finding this harmony and being able to tap into each energy as and when you need it. But the education piece and you understanding about these energies at this stage, if you have no awareness of it, or if you're struggling in dating, or if you're struggling in relationship, or if you're struggling in your business, this is where it's really important to understand it. And for me, this was the critical first step. So this is what I'm here explaining to you. So let's dive into masculine and feminine energies. So masculine and feminine energies have nothing to do with gender. Every human being, regardless of gender, sexual orientation, sexual identity, have masculine and feminine energies within them. So as men and as women, men, most men are predominantly in their masculine energy. Most women or people who identify as women are predominantly in their feminine energy, though that is not always the case. So everybody has access to these energies. Let's start with the masculine energy. So masculine energy is all around go. Masculine energy is very focused. It is very driven. It is all around purpose. It is strong, goal-oriented energy. It is around this deep purpose and vision. It is very logical. Masculine energy is the awareness. It is very structured. It is the yang energy. So we have the yin and the yang. We have the dark and the light. We have order and chaos. Masculine is the order. Masculine is the sun. Masculine is that yang energy. Now, you might be hearing me share these things and think, these sound like all the good qualities and the feminine sound like the bad qualities. No, no, no. We need both. And I'm going to explain what this is. But one thing I want to share is that as a man who is predominantly in his masculine energy, the number one thing in his life is purpose. He has to be driven and he has to have purpose. And that comes first. That is going to make him a better partner. That is going to make him a better support to his feminine 
being to his feminine lover, it is really important that he has his own drive, his own purpose, his own thing, his own vision that he is working towards. Very, very important. And I think a lot of women don't understand the importance of that. But note this, we're also going to talk just coming into my head there is emasculation. The worst thing for polarity, so a couple terms we're going to talk about here in a moment, polarity and duality, we'll come back to it. Let's dive into the feminine energy. Feminine energy is all around flow. So the feminine energy is fluid. It is that nurturing energy. Feminine is all around being is all around receiving. It is that leaning back energy and surrendering. The feminine energy is all around intuition, around pleasure. It is very internal. It is the feeling. It is dynamic. It is evolving and ever changing. And it is very, very deep. So if you want to embody your feminine energy in a very, very easy way, connect with pleasure. And I don't mean sexual pleasure. I mean, pleasure from the small things. For instance, can you find pleasure from your morning cup of coffee? Can you find pleasure from your morning walk? Can you find pleasure from the way that you brush your hair? Tapping into that energy, that is you being in your feminine because you're present, you're receiving you're in receiving mode, you're receiving the cup of coffee and the warmth, you're receiving your own touch as you brush your hair, as you give yourself a self-massage, as you rub in your moisturizer at night. And pleasure is essentially when you're engaging your senses and you're tuning into the sensation in your body, you're following that sensation from the external into the internal. So this is something you can even do now, just lightly tickle your arm. And can you notice or scratch your arm, whatever sensation feels good to you, whatever intensity or pressure, scratch your arm gently and notice what the sensation on your skin is as you run your fingernails down your arm. And then see if you can go a layer deeper. So that's the sensation on the physical. Go deeper to notice what does that feel like internally? So can you actually follow this sensation, the scratching sensation? in eternally to notice what it feels like a layer deeper. So when I'm doing that, I can feel it on my skin. And if I'm not consciously going a layer deeper, I can just feel the, the dragging of my fingernails down my skin. If I'm intentional and do it for another moment, close my eyes and connect in, then I almost feel this tingling sensation spreading. It feels like under my skin through my arm. And it feels really pleasurable. It feels really nice. And it's just that layer deeper down. So that is one example. Try that out and see. One way that you can embody your feminine energy in a very easy way. Another way, this is very powerful. So listen up. If you want to be in your feminine energy, be love. The feminine is all about embodying love. How can you show up as love? This is the biggest hack to diffuse a situation in life, a confrontation with your partner, with your kids, with your friends, whoever. If you feel like it's the energy, the temperature is rising a little bit and not in a good way and you're, you or your partner is getting triggered and ego's coming in wanting to say, you're wrong, I'm right, whatever it is, in that moment, see if you can just be very intentional and choose to embody love asking yourself a question, 
if I were love, how would I show up in this moment? If I were love, how would I respond? Not how ego would respond because ego is always trying to respond first. How would I respond as love? Little hack for you there. So here's a great visual of the duality of the masculine and feminine. Close your eyes for a moment and picture a river. What is included in this river? Well, first of all, you have the riverbank. You have the structure, the container, the system holding the flowing river. So the riverbank is a masculine. The river, the flowing, the changing, the fast-paced river, the actual water, that is feminine. You can't have one without the other, right? If there was no riverbank, there would be no river. There would be water, but it wouldn't be a river. If there were no water, it also wouldn't be a river. There'd just be a riverbank hole without any water. So for that to be a river, we need the masculine and the feminine. We need the bank and the water. Another example for you, and this is really about the power of the feminine, is mother nature. If we look at nature, this is very much the powerful feminine. So let's use the ocean as an example. The ocean is feminine because she is ever flowing, changing, evolving, yet she is fucking powerful. You can't fuck with the ocean, right? Like you know that you have to respect the ocean. You have to trust her in some ways, but you know that she's powerful and she will eat you alive if you aren't careful and you aren't really aware of her power. If you're a little bit naive and you are not careful, she will literally spin you around and spit you back out, or in some cases, not even spit you back out. This is just making me think about my retreat, my wild and free retreat, where we went to the beach on the first day and literally three things happened in the ocean. Didn't realize how much of a hazard it was. This was my first retreat. One woman lost her glasses and couldn't see, and it was a whole drama because she had to find new glasses in Costa Rica because she couldn't see. So the ocean stole her glasses. Another woman lost her sunglasses and somebody else got eaten by a wave. And then, you know, there's that moment of panic where you don't know which way is up. And she came out and was like freaking out and panicking. Anyway, it was nothing too crazy, nothing too wild. Everybody was safe. It was all good. But the ocean is very feminine, very powerful. So duality is having the opposition, the contrast of two different aspects. We have the masculine and the feminine. Polarity is when we have two opposite poles that will either attract or repel each other. So if we have a magnet, there are two poles, right? If we put the same side, both of the plus together, they're gonna repel each other. Just like if we put two of the other side together, they're gonna repel. Where the magnets are drawn in is where we have two opposite forces magnetically attracting to each other. So why is this important? This is especially important when it comes to relationships. And we want to be in the energy of attracting our partner in. We don't want to be in the energy of repelling our partner. This is very common. I see this all the time with the women that I work with is that they're in energies that are repelling them from their partner. And if you are in a spell right now with your partner where you've lost the intimacy, the connection, the polarity, then know that if you're both willing to work on it, you absolutely can get it back. I have guided so many couples through this and it's the work that I really love to do. So please have hope. 
just get your partner on board to do the work and you can get that chemistry revived. And it's also really normal to have ebbs and flows, to have highs and lows when you're in a long-term relationship, especially when you have busy lives, perhaps you have kids, perhaps you have businesses. So just normalizing that and you don't have to feel isolated or feel shame around experiencing that because it's very common. So let's get back to mask and femme energies, the wounded versions. So when it comes to each energy, there is a wounded and there is a divine energy. So the divine feminine energy is radiant, is magnetic. Divine feminine is sensual, sexual, vulnerable, authentic, compassionate, powerful, all very juicy qualities, I would say. The wounded feminine which is a lot of what we see women in society embodying who have not done the self work is being in this needy energy. Wounded feminine is insecure, is very gossipy, very judgmental, inauthentic, manipulative, codependent, and loves to be the victim. We see a lot of men in this energy as well. So this is why this hasn't got anything to do with gender, but we can see these traits being displayed. And it doesn't mean that you're all one or all of the other. It's just having the awareness of where you might be showing up in your wounded feminine. And sometimes you might be showing up in your divine feminine. Other times you might be showing up or displaying uh, wounded masculine tendencies. It's just having the awareness. One thing to know, a lot of us as women grew up experiencing the wounded feminine. So I certainly didn't grow up around girls or women who were celebrating each other, who were collaborating. It was that bitchy, gossipy, backstabbing environment, jealous environment. So there's a lot of programming deep within us, especially as women that we have to overcome to embrace that divine feminine. And for women, there is deep sisterhood healing that has to take place. Pretty much every single woman has a sister wound. And this just means some deep wounding that she has that has been as a result of an experience with another woman that was not healthy, that was not productive, that was not good for her. Moving into masculine energy, the divine masculine is honorable, takes the lead. The divine masculine is all around structure and foundation, is very present and has grounded energy. The divine masculine is all about integrity, is very logical, is very protective, strong, stable, and secure. So let's just talk about this in terms of relationships or dating. If you are a woman who is desiring a man that takes the lead, that is very protective of you, that is very present, it's going to be important that you are in your divine feminine energy so that you are that magnet to the man in his divine masculine energy. If you are in your masculine energy or you're in your wounded feminine, you're not gonna be attracting that energy and energy can be felt. So let's use an example here of somebody, a woman who's going out on a date who's very in her masculine. She is taking the lead, she matches on Bumble or wherever or Hinge and she's like, yeah, cute guy, wanna go out on a date with him. I've got to make it happen. Otherwise he's not going to plan it. She is sending suggestions of where to go. He's like, cool. She's already in that leading energy, right? She's already taking the lead. She's already initiating. She's already sort of pushing and driving forward. That is even if it's subtle, that is still her being in her masculine energy versus leading back and being in her receiving feminine. 
if they go out on that date, the energy has already been set. It can change, of course, but the energy has already been set. The dynamic is that she's in her masculine, which doesn't allow him to be in his masculine. Therefore, they could go out on the date. She might be showing up in her masculine. She might be trying to lead the conversation. She might be trying to really push and drive things forward so that they can get to know each other and see if it's a vibe. And at the end of the day, he might be like, just not feeling it. Like the vibes are off or I'm just not attracted to her. I'm not feeling it. I'm not sure why. This can often be the energy piece that they just don't have the awareness of, or the woman can get friend zoned because she's a really cool girl, but he's just not feeling it. So this is very important to be aware of that Maybe you are a woman and you desire, you're in your masculine most of the time and you love it and you're desiring a partner who is more in their feminine. Great, just have that awareness. Most of the women that I tend to work with are desiring more of this masculine man, yet they don't know how to relinquish control and lean back and be in their receptive feminine energy. Therefore, they're not attracting the kind of guy that they want to attract who's in his masculine because they're not able to create that space to lean back for him to take the lead. And why is this important when it comes to dating is that this is going to set the foundation for the relationship. So if you desire that, don't be planning the dates, don't be pushing forward, don't be making things happen. Like if he wanted to, he would. If he is in his healthy masculine and he wants you, he'll make that happen. And so you get to lean back and you get to witness and you get to observe and see, and you have to be in this place of detachment, but the feminine knows her worth. The feminine is embodied in her queen, powerful, sensual, sexual energy. And so the wounded feminine is codependent. The wounded feminine is needy, right? So this is why it's important to be in your divine feminine. So you can detach and be like, I'm a fucking bad bitch. I know it. I don't need this person. Maybe I desire them, but if they aren't going to meet me where I'm at, they're not the person for me and let's let it go. So I wanted to share that. Wounded masculine energy is controlling. Wounded masculine energy is overly aggressive. Avoidant. Unstable can be obsessive and too competitive. Do you know anybody like this? little question pop quiz for you. I'm sure you all, maybe it's your ex or maybe there is somebody in your family. Maybe it's your father. Here's an important note. The parental relationships that you grew up with or whoever your primary caregivers were and what was demonstrated to you, you will have set the foundation for the relationship that you have with masculine and feminine energies currently. So if you're a woman, what energy was your father or father figure in? What energy was your mother or your mother figure in? Get really curious on this and get curious on your relationship to your masculine and your feminine energies and those energies as a whole. Here's another tip for you. A man's relationship with his mother will tell you so much. A man's relationship, you want to get to know what a man's relationship to his own feminine energy is or to the feminine energy in general. Look at his relationships to women in his life. Firstly, his mom, his sisters, his female friends, the women in his family, how he treats women when he is out and about. This is very, very telling. It's going to show you a lot. If a man has a disrespectful or a wounded relationship with his mother or is not, doesn't trust her, doesn't respect her, I would say run. Because unless he is conscious and doing the work to shift that, 
that is going to show up in how he treats women and how he treats you. So have awareness around that. Also, a man who is in his wounded masculine is threatened by the divine feminine. So we live in a society where the feminine energy has been very suppressed. Why? Because women who are embodied in their divine feminine energy, in their power, own their voice, in their sensuality, in their sexuality, they're fucking powerful. They're a force to be reckoned with. They are unstoppable. And that is very threatening to people who are in that wounded energy. It's threatening to the wounded feminine and it's threatening to the wounded masculine. So this is why there is a lot of suppression of feminine energy. So questions for you. And if you have your notes app on your phone or your notebook, get curious with this app, write these questions down. First question is, which energy do you predominantly operate in? Get curious in this. And maybe this differs from your work to your relationships. So looking at the different categories, work life, friendships, and your romantic relationships, what energy do you operate in predominantly. And this is an interesting one, especially with the friendship, because with friend groups, there's always one or two friends who are the ones that make all the plans, who take the lead, who make shit happen, who put things in the calendar, who schedule things. And then there's always the floaty friends who are very go with the flow, can be a little bit more chaotic. They're like, I'll show up and I'll probably be late. And they're very much in that chaotic feminine flow energy, which The chaos of the feminine is not a bad thing, by the way, because a woman who is embodied in her divine feminine, her emotions are wild. Her emotions are deep, but she knows how to handle them. And then nothing to be feared. She knows and she feels deeply. A woman who is truly embodied in her feminine energy, she feels so deeply. She's a very deep person. And this is not a bad thing. Question number two, what is your relationship to the feminine? get curious on this. Look at the parental figures that you had. Look at how you grew up. Was your mom very much in her masculine? Was your dad more in his feminine? Get curious on this. What is your relationship to the masculine? Looking at father figures. What did you grow up believing about the feminine or the masculine? So it's following on from the last question. What did you grow up believing about the feminine and masculine? And know that you wouldn't have the language for this, but from what I have shared so far, what can you see that you adopted what you learned from these energies that was shown to you as you were growing up? And this leads into this final question of what did you unconsciously learn from your parents about feminine and masculine energies? You might not have full answers. Just dive in there, write it out. It's awareness, self-awareness is the first step to creating change. So get really curious with yourself about the energy that you're in about the energy that you want to be in. And I'll be sharing with you some tips about how you can embody these different energies, knowing that they're both beautiful, they're both powerful, and we wanna be in harmony with both. But get really curious with yourself. A note on these energies, our society has conditioned us to believe that feminine traits are less desirable, and this is simply not true. One is not better than the other. We need both. Being in harmony and in balance is the desired state here. Let's just use an example though, as the corporate world. Have you ever worked a corporate nine to five job? What energy do you think is most celebrated in that environment? 
masculine energy and not even the divine masculine. Of course, some of the divine masculine traits, but there's a lot of wounded masculine there as well. But imagine if you went into the boardroom and you were like, I just need a moment to connect in and to trust my intuition and to follow my inner guidance is to make the right decision and to weigh up between emotion and logic before moving forward. You would probably be written off sick in the work environment. In that space, you have to embrace the fast pace, the hustle, the go, 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 thinking quickly, being very logical, being very analytical, depending on the company that you work for. But let's say, you know, typical corporate environments, it's very masculine and to get ahead, it is about being the loudest voice. It is about being competitive. It is about driving forward and being so focused on the vision that you get yourself there. So using that as an example, look at politics, look at who are the the CEOs of all these big companies, it's men. And so as women, we have internalized that to succeed in this world, we have to be like men. And that's created a lot of women who are hyper independent. And I think women being really independent is an incredible thing. It's so beautiful. And I really celebrate that. And also I think women being able to say, you know what, I can do it all. I am fucking powerful. I am amazing. I can meet all my own needs. And I know that I have the capability to do everything, but I don't have to. I get to receive. I get to lean back when I feel safe to do so when I'm with, for instance, a masculine partner who can protect me, who can provide, who can keep me safe. And I don't mean provide in a a financial way necessarily. Being in our softness is our superpower. Being in our feminine energy is our superpower. And it makes me really sad that so many women still see their feminine energy and these feminine traits as less desirable. And that was me for so long. I thought the feminine was weak. I thought being in feminine energy meant I had to dress a certain way or I had to look a certain way. I didn't really understand what it meant, but I knew I didn't want it. And there was such a deep journey for me of reprogramming and being okay and learning that my feminine energy is my superpower as a woman because I'm not a man and I don't want to be a man. And my body is amazing and my sexual energy is amazing and my feminine energy is amazing. And that's where I get my joy, fulfillment, pleasure, satisfaction and happiness from life is really being tapped into that powerful energy and we can all rewrite this narrative and it doesn't mean giving our power away it means stepping into our power and so it's really important to know that our feminine energy is our superpower and for men them being in their divine masculine is such a gift so women if you are in partnership with men, if you're in a long-term partnership or relationship with a man, don't emasculate him. Allow him to be in his masculine. We know that you can do it all. We know that you don't need his permission, but build him up, give him encouragement, show him love, be love, be in your feminine energy and allow him to lead, allow him to focus on his purpose, allow him to drive forward, allow him to protect you, allow him to be in his masculine and do not emasculate him. Do not try to mother him. Do not nitpick everything he's doing because you are just screwing yourself over and doing a disservice to your partner and your relationship. 
So in relationship, having awareness around this and consciously embodying your masculine and your feminine energy, depending on your relationship, really helps to increase the sexual polarity. That is the chemistry and the attraction. You are not going to feel attracted to your partner if you're both in that same energy. You're going to be repelling each other to the point where you might not even want to be touching them. You might feel like, ew, or like genuinely get the ick from your partner. That is a thing when you're in these opposing and repelling energies. If you are in business, if you are very focused on your work, having harmony of these energies ensures that you have the structural foundation, that you have the sustainability to grow along with ease and alignment and creating a business that you love. If you are all hustle, all masculine, you can build something really fucking successful, but you might not even like it. And this we see all the time. People build these big businesses and then they burn it to the ground or they shut it all down because they're like, it's not filling me up anymore because I was so focused on the hustle and so focused on doing and so focused on growing. I missed the joy out of the day to day. It stopped becoming fun. So many examples of this, especially in 2022 and 2023, of people we're seeing that. This is why if you are building a business, you need the blend of both so that you find the pleasure in what you're doing, so that you find the joy and the satisfaction and you build something that's in alignment with you. Well, you can only build something that's in alignment with you and build a life that's in alignment with you and have relationships that are in alignment with you and who you authentically are if you know yourself. So you have to be connected with your emotions, connected with your intuition, connected with your body, be able to read the signals that your body is sending you, whether you are a man or a woman, to be able to guide you in life. Otherwise, again, you can build this amazing life that looks perfect on paper, but inside you're dying a little bit because you're like, this isn't me. This isn't really making me happy or really fulfilling me. And again, this is very, very common. Your perfect life, only you can know what that looks like. And you have to be connected to yourself in order to create that. So moving on here, moving it along. How do you embrace your divine masculine? One thing I'm going to say here is I've oversimplified this for you because I could literally talk about this for hours and do whole months of trainings on this. We only have a little bit of time here, okay? So I have oversimplified this so that you can at least take away some understanding of these energies. If you have more questions, come to me. If you wanna go deeper on this, I got programs for you. Let me take you deeper so that you can get the embodied experience of this. Because right now I'm sharing with you, this is very logical, this is very mental, this is very structured in the way, in some ways, sometimes I'm going off in a flow a little bit, going off on a tangent as I do. But this is the the sharing of information, but you aren't embodying it. You aren't having the lived experience of these energies. And to experience these energies, you gotta be in your body. This isn't a mental game. This is an embodied experience. So masculine energy, take risks with confidence, take action, okay? You have to be taking action towards the things that you want. You can't just use orgasms and energy in manifestation because one of the steps of manifestation is taking action. To embrace your divine masculine, take on challenges. Be in your leader energy. So how can you step into that leadership, whether that's in family, with friends, in work, 
Another way of embracing a divine masculine is really creating structure and systems to support you in your life. So how can you create organized structures to hold you in your life? So a way that I love to do this in business is I time block. So when I have a lot of white space in my calendar, which I have created now in my business, more white space than ever. And it's amazing. But I can't just have an open calendar because I don't get anything done. Like, I'm going to be real. I'm very disciplined. I'm very focused. I'm very motivated. I'm very driven. But if I have an empty calendar, I ain't getting shit done. Like, that's just the way that I am because I'm in such flow. I'll do like an hour breathwork practice and I'm going to walk the dogs for like two hours and then I'm going to go to the ice bath and sauna place and then I'm going to work out and then I'm going to cook. And it's amazing. And I do pretty much do that probably one day a week, like during the week, because I typically like to work on a Sunday and then take my weekend day during the week because it just feels really good to me. So what I like to do, but I have to have structure in my day and in my calendar. So as a business owner, I time block, I schedule things into my Google calendar. If it's not in my Google calendar, it does not exist in my world. So on a Sunday or whatever day, I schedule out the week and I time block and I do put tasks in there of content creation or podcasting editing podcasts, recording podcasts, and I'll block out 90 minute segments, including breaks in between. But that doesn't mean that I stick to them in the way that I put them into the calendar. I have the ability to flow within them. So maybe one day I'm recording a podcast and then I have a time block to edit a podcast after that, but I'm in such flow that I just want to record another one, another one. I'm going to do that. I'm going to allow the flow to happen and myself to follow that, but I'm going to stick to the time blocks ish. And that has created the structure and the support for me in my business. So I just wanted to share that, that it doesn't have to be so rigid. And a lot of people try to be really rigid with their days and with their routines and too structured. And it, again, it takes out the joy and the pleasure and you being able to listen to your body because what you want on one day is not going to be what you want or need on another day. So being able to tap into your body and ask yourself, how do I actually feel fine and good and not answers to the question, how do I feel? What's alive within me? Do I feel happy? Do I feel sad? Do I feel tired? Do I feel energized? Do I feel pain? Do I feel grief? Do I feel low energy, high energy, positive, a little down today? How do you actually feel? Get really clear on that on a daily basis and give yourself what you need based on that. Other ways that you can embrace your divine masculine is stillness. So let me use an example right now. By sitting straight, having a straight spine with your shoulders back, with your chest open, your heart opening, and creating strength in your body, putting your feet flat on the ground, you can create strength in your body and being still. So a great practice to embody your masculine energy is to be really still, to close your eyes and to meditate and to just observe for 10, 15, 20 minutes and not move, to be still, to be grounded, to be calm, to just observe and just to be in the stillness and not itch your face and not scratch your head and not, even as I'm saying that, I can feel the itch is coming up because that's just the way, that's just the way that we work. We're in that stillness. It's like, oh, suddenly I have to move. Suddenly I have to check this. Suddenly I have the inspiration to write an Instagram post right at the time when I'm supposed to be still. But being in stillness and sameness and consistency are really great ways to embody that masculine energy. Create security for yourself, create stability and protection for yourself and heal your inner masculine. 
So a journey for men to go on, a journey for women to go on, a journey for every human being to go on is to embrace and to heal their inner masculine, especially important if you are a woman desiring a relationship with a man and his masculine, you have to heal your relationship to the masculine first to be able to feel safe and to trust and to be able to surrender into that masculine person's energy. It's very necessary as well to heal your inner masculine so that your own divine feminine feels safe to come out and play. So this is something that I see with a lot of women, they're trying to be in their feminine, but they've got a shit relationship to their inner masculine, perhaps from a challenging relationship that they have to their father or to their first boyfriend or to a brother or an uncle that completely destroyed that relationship that they have currently to the masculine. Finding peace with your inner masculine and going on this journey to heal this part of yourself creates the structure, the stability, the safety for your feminine to come out and play. And this is something that I teach in my Like a Queen program. The first week is about healing your inner masculine. We do a lot of this work also at my Wild and Free retreat because it's really important to be able to play in both. And there's a really powerful practice. I partner women up and they get to experience being in the masculine and holding space for their partner and then being in the feminine. So whilst I'm on that note, being in your feminine and you can do this in relationship or in partnership is you have two people sitting opposite each other so let's say two women or a man and a woman and the man or the the one partner is going to be embodying their masculine energy so they're going to create that safe space they're going to hold the space they're going to be grounded they're going to be still they're going to give you their presence they're going to hold eye contact they're going to embody strong energy they're going to be breathing fully and deeply and being very still and creating this space, safe space for you. The feminine then, you can put some music on and the feminine, because it's ever changing and it's flowing and it's dynamic, the feminine is more movement. So even if you listening to music, you can tap into your feminine energy by allowing your body to respond to that music and to allow your body to flow, finding that internal rhythm to flow, to move, to make shapes, to find the ways that your body wants to move. This is a really beautiful practice, especially for women to be doing a feminine embodied flow practice. This is a powerful practice that I teach all women in my world because it is so game-changing to transform the relationship that you have to your body, transform the connection that you have to your internal world and allow you to start to play with and find awe and safety and magic within your body through this practice. Great ways that you can embrace the divine feminine. Slowing down. How can you slow down everything? Even me, I'm talking really fast here because I got so much I want to fill, fill you in on, but how can you bring a slower pace into life? And I know that as busy humans, it's not always possible to slow every area of life down, but is there one area that you can bring more slowness to in your day? Are there a few areas that you can bring slowness to in your day? Can you wake up a little bit earlier and have silent and slow time where you move out of bed at the pace of a sloth, you make your morning beverage, hopefully not coffee first thing because you want to have a little bit of break before you drink the caffeine as soon as you've woken up. Maybe you have a lemon water or a celery juice or something like that. But can you bring slowness into something that you're already doing? I always use the morning beverage drink because I feel like 99% of humans are having some form of morning beverage, hopefully starting with around a liter of water, but I know a lot of people don't drink enough water, but can you really slow 
down parts of your day? Can you slow down your walk to work? Can you just wake up earlier, have more time to get ready, have more time to walk there so that you can be present on the walk? Can you maybe take your AirPods out and be present and listen to the sounds of the birds and see if you can notice something that you haven't noticed before on the walk? Because oftentimes we're just walking around life walking around the streets, going to work with blinkers on, and we're not truly present. We're not seeing the magic of the earth that we live on. And oftentimes we're not really tuned into who's around us, the humans around us, the animals around us, nature that is around us. So seeing if you can embrace the slowness and the presence. How can you do less and be more? How can you stop living by your to-do list and your checkboxes and be more? So what are some things that are great for being? I love doing breath work, which I know can be a doing, like I just said, but it's connecting you to your body. Or can you simply be by reading a book? Or can you simply be by having your morning cup of tea and just sitting and looking out the window versus drinking your tea or your coffee whilst you're doing something? Even eating your food, can you slow it down and put some music on so that you're really present with this and you're not multitasking? Strengthening and connecting your intuition is a very powerful way to connect with your, and and heal and nurture your inner feminine. Allowing yourself to sit with your emotions. Emotions are not good or bad. We, emotions are sensations in the body and they're simply information and feelings that we are feeling. So even anger, frustration, pain, sadness, grief, they're not bad emotions by any means. It's perfectly normal and healthy to have these emotions, to feel these emotions. We just don't want to get addicted to these emotions. We don't want to cling to them. And we need to have the tools to process those emotions when they come up so that we don't get stuck in them, so that they don't get stuck in our body because that's going to weigh us down. That's going to make us feel really heavy, make us feel stuck and block the energy flow the natural flow of energy through our body. So we want to allow our emotions to complete their cycle so that we can release them. Breathwork is a really powerful way. There are different types of breathwork and some breathwork can be a little bit more masculine because it's structured, it's goal-oriented. You can be pushing your body. A lot of the breathwork that I do is feminine-based. So it's bringing in movement, it's bringing in uh, sounds, it's bringing in flow and where you're tapping into your intuition of your body to allow you to process, to feel, to heal, to release. And so this is a really powerful way to embrace your feminine energy. Also, allow yourself to feel. Don't numb out all the time. Allow yourself to feel. It is okay to feel. Can you be present with your feelings? Can you put the phone down? Can you allow yourself to have a little cry? Or maybe go to a boxing class to process your your emotions or your anger or whatever it is that's coming up. But give yourself permission to feel you're a human being. You're not a fucking robot. You have feelings, you have emotions. And I'm sorry if you don't like that, but you're making it much harder for yourself if you don't embrace them and if you don't learn how to navigate them and handle them and be with them. Other ways to embrace your divine feminine are tapping into your senses, experiencing pleasure through taste, through touch, through smell, through sound and sight, creating pleasure experiences through your day. So something that I love to do in my day is pleasure, purpose, pleasure. So when I'm waking up, my morning is focused on pleasure. Now, this isn't something I'm consciously thinking, what is going to bring me pleasure today? Because I just innately do this now. It's so automatic for me. But I'm starting my day 
with things that feel pleasurable for me. So my morning cup of cacao, my morning dog walk, sometimes I won't listen to music and I will take the ball and play with the dogs in the park. And it brings me so much joy and pleasure to see them playing and being super present. And sometimes I will really slowly moisturize my body body and give myself a self massage because that brings me pleasure. Maybe that's reading my book or whatever it is. So I'll start my day with pleasure. Then I move into purpose. I'm more in my masculine. I'm focusing on my business. I have the goals that I'm working towards. I'm driving forward. I have a, have a clear vision. I have a strong vision of where I want to get to. I'm focused on my purpose. And then in the evening, it's all about pleasure as well. Reading a book, doing a meditation, doing some feminine embodied flow, having a bath, having a hot shower, giving myself a scalp massage. Purpose, in the middle is a pleasure sandwich. So pleasure, purpose, and pleasure. And this is finding that beautiful blend between the mask and the femme energies. I already said this, but I'll say it again. Respond as love. There is a pivotal moment in my mind where I did this in my past relationship where I was getting triggered, he was getting triggered, I was getting annoyed, he was getting annoyed. I could feel it building up. And my tendency was like my innate feeling inside was run was avoid, was go to bed pissed off. And I'm literally, the thought in my head was, fuck you. I'm going to go into the bedroom and I'm going to read a book and I'm going to go to sleep angry because this is fucking bullshit. And I had a moment to myself and I thought, no, this is old stuff. This is old avoidance stuff. This is not who I want to be. This is not how I want to show up. How can I respond as love in this moment rather than running away and avoiding? and going inward, how can I actually move forward as love and embody love in this this moment? And I did that. And I can remember where we were, this situation, like I remember everything and it did completely diffuse the whole situation. And I was like, holy fuck, this shit actually works. And it was painful. It was difficult. My ego was like, don't you do it. Like, no, 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 Just go to bed angry because it's going to feel good because you get to be pissed off and you get to be right and you get to whatever. But no, I embodied love, diffuse the situation. And this tip, I tell this to people all the time and the number of people who've come back to me and said, responding as love, showing up as love in the moments where you really don't want to do it has changed my relationship or has completely diffused this situation or has transformed the dynamic with me and my partner. This shit works. Prioritizing pleasure. And again, this is in a non-sexual way though, sexual pleasure also to be celebrated, especially as women. If you want to be in your divine feminine, embrace your sexuality, your sensuality and go on the journey of reclaiming it because For most women, it's a very lost and disconnected and rejected parts of themselves. I have a whole program around this called Sex Queen if you want to reclaim your sexuality and step into your pleasure and your power and your femininity. Find all the deets in the show notes and healing your inner feminine. So really finding this and meeting your inner feminine and connecting with her and finding this beautiful relationship. And again, you can do this as a man or a woman, as a more masculine being or feminine being. Healing the relationship to your inner feminine is very powerful and important. And I encourage it. Last couple of pieces. If you're a woman, connect with your cycle. Please connect with your monthly cycle. This is going to connect you so deeply with your body and tap you into that wisdom that is living within you. Our cycles are so powerful and beautiful. And there's so much information that we receive every month based on the length, based on the symptoms, based on 
the blood based on all of these different, the temperatures, everything. This is giving us information about the health of our body. So don't ignore it. Don't be disgusted by it. Find peace and find love and find awe and beauty for this incredible part of being a woman. And this will help you tap into that feminine energy. Feminine body flow, one of my favorite things, the intuitive movement practice I was talking about that I guide in my program, Like a Queen, super powerful. It's where you're finding that internal rhythm. This practice transformed my relationship to my body because this is why I started to see that my body is more than this meat suit. My body is more than the number on the scales, which FYI, please throw away the scales. If you have them still, not healthy. This practice helped me see that my body is so wise and there's so much more internally than I ever realized. And there's more than what is in my mind. And it really helped me fall in love with myself and feel really comfortable and confident in my body and tap me into my intuition and, and help me embrace that feminine energy. So it's a really powerful practice that I love to guide women through. And the final piece for women is to create a goddess hour. So what is this? This was the intro for me of embracing my feminine energy when I was really in my masculine. I created a goddess hour and this was actually recommended to me by the coach that I worked with. She was like, create a goddess hour at the end of the day, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., whenever you can. And maybe for you, it's not an hour. If you have a very busy life or you have children or you have many things on, maybe it's 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes. What is the maximum time you can allocate to yourself on a daily basis? Create a goddess hour. And this is your time where you are going to consciously embody your feminine energy. Maybe it's as simple as taking a hot shower and finding pleasure in that shower and then putting on some nourishing, warm, cozy clothes, or maybe putting on something that feels feminine to you, that feels really comfortable, and yet you feel confident or you feel sexy. That doesn't have to look a certain way. Maybe you do a breathwork practice. Maybe you do a feminine and body flow practice. Maybe you do some journaling or have a bath. It really doesn't matter. The whole purpose is that you are tuning into yourself and we want to be calming our bodies down at the end of the day. And a great way is to get into that feminine energy and to allow your body to relax, allow your body to soften, allow your body to release and really activate your parasympathetic nervous system, activate that rest and digest state, which being in your feminine energy, connecting with pleasure, connecting with your breath, slowing things down is going to support you in activating that parasympathetic nervous system. That's the place you want to be in as you move into your evening so you can actually enjoy your evening and then have a good, a restful and a deep sleep. You've got to be in that rest and digest state. So create a goddess hour. Let me know what you do for this. I can't wait to hear. I always love hearing women and what they do for their goddess hour. Can you do this for the next seven days, 10 days, 20 days, 30 days? I challenge you. Watch how it changes things. And especially do a goddess hour before you go on a date with your partner or before you go on a date. If you want to be attracting a beautiful, strong masculine, I'm not saying physically strong though, of course, that is one way of displaying strength. That is not the only way. If you are desiring that, be in your feminine energy and give yourself permission and use the next 30 days as your own research project where you're going to be in your feminine energy, where you're going to be intentional, but you're going to lean back and allow yourself to receive. And a final piece on this is going out in the world. How can you embody that magnetic, radiant feminine energy, which is a gift for other people to witness and to be in the energy of? It is such a gift. How can you be in that 
and be open to receiving. Be open to receiving people opening the door for you. Be open to receiving compliments. And when you receive compliments, say, thank you, not thank you, but, or thank you and you, or whatever way you're currently doing to deflect the compliment, receive it. Can you be open to receiving magic and miracles over the next 30 days in the form of maybe a free coffee or something else that you want to receive? Play with this. Be in your feminine energy. If you're being all doing, 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 but you're not receiving, you're going to be blocking yourself from actually experiencing what you truly want in life because you're not able to surrender and be in the energy or be in that receptive energy where things can come into your life. You're blocking, blocking, blocking. So just know that as well. What did you learn from this? What did you love? What were the notes that you took? Let me know. And I would love for you to leave a review of this podcast that is going to help spread the word of the unfiltered femme. I love sharing this stuff. I'm super passionate about it. And this actually, this podcast is a whole presentation that I typically do in paid containers. And here we are, you're getting it for free because it's so powerful and understanding this is the basic level of masculine and feminine energies. There's so much more that we can go. So if you have questions, feel free to DM me to ask them. I can take it more specific and go deeper around relationships, dating, business, relationship to self, sexual energy, all of it. Just let me know and we'll go there. Have a beautiful day and I will catch you again soon. 